Welcome to the WebWell podcast, brought to you by Cascade Web Development. I'm one of your hosts, Simon, along with Ben, and we can't wait to dive into all things internet, tech, web development, and web design. We'll also be discussing how we balance work and life, and exploring the fascinating world of internet innovation. So whether you're a tech enthusiast, or just looking for some entertainment, join us on this exciting journey as we explore the ever-changing landscape of the web. Thanks for tuning in, and let's get started. Welcome to the WebWell Podcast, uh, episode uno. I'm stoked to have you, uh, as you will also be uh, hosting with me, uh, as we try this little venture of a podcast like everyone else. What are your thoughts? Uh, it's fantastic. Thanks to you for all your hard work getting us to this point. But uh, yeah, after uh, turning into quite the podcast junkie myself, and I know you are as well, it's it's really fun to take a stab at it and uh, see if we can throw something of value out there, have some fun along the way. Yeah, which is a perfect segue to uh, WebWell 101. So we're going to introduce ourselves, but also this important question of why should anyone listen? Why do Why do people care what we listen to? Or say so they want to listen you know like i think of like you mentioned we both listen to podcasts i i pick apart those podcasts i listen to the good ones that i enjoy that i laugh that i i'm i don't know put into a mode of of thought um so i i then ask what what do what does simon and ben have to say that people would actually care about um so i think uh to start off is really just the introduction of who we are, how we met, how we started, how you started, what what started Cascade, uh, and put us to where we're at on this path right now. Um, and then we'll go from there. So uh, I'll let you kick off, uh, introduce yourself and Cascade. Excellent. Yeah. So my name is Ben McKinley. I founded Cascade back in October of 2001. Um, I was just coming off of a partnership known as Mountain Hood Software with another gentleman the previous three and a half years. And uh, yeah, you know, the quick and dirty is that uh, 9-11 um, kind of uh, killed some plans that I had to move beyond working in this in this arena as a, a web design and, and development uh, provider. And so when the, that opportunity evaporated, uh, I figured, well, I'll grab grab some of those mounted software clients and, and start something new as Cascade. Fortunately, I was introduced to Stefan Brewer a couple months later after toiling and trying to do all of the things uh, myself. I think I missed that Thanksgiving for sure as I was building out a website for a, a wakeboarding magazine. And <laughs> uh, yeah, found Stefan and it was just a beautiful partnership and it, it continues today. And it's, it's a, I believe, a true partnership in the sense that he does things that I, I, I don't understand I can't do. And, and I do things that uh, he, he doesn't understand and has no interest in doing. And as, excuse me, as we've liked to joke, he likes to uh, talk to machines and I like to talk to people. So um, <laughs> that's really, really carried us through some, some lean times and some, some high times over the last, what are we talking here? 22 years and counting. So wow. um, yeah, excited to create a little lasting content here in the way of a podcast, dive a little deeper on the the journey that we've we've had and provide a little more transparency into the people and the uh, and you know the company that is Cascade Web Development. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to actually to we're going to get Stefan on the show too. So he will be forced to speak through machines to people, uh, which I think he does very well even if he's insecure about it. Uh, I love his voice and and what he has to say. So that'll be fun. So I, uh, so, 
so I'm Simon Hart. Uh, I came, uh, I'm the, the remotest. Actually, no, Stefan uh, sometimes is out of the state too. So I'm over uh, in Spokane, Washington, uh, where Cascades uh, predominantly in the Portland area. Um, I came on actually by happenstance. Uh, I was working for a software company that was based out of Portland um, remotely. And uh, basically my, my boss and I uh, needed to be uh, finding a new job. And so uh, the company decided that they wanted to outsource a lot of their marketing, uh, which baffled us because we did a lot, quite a bit. So um, her name's Stephanie, uh, and I look forward, actually, we should get her on here, too, because she's a, a character, to say the least. Uh, you'll see, eventually, you'll see behind her head, uh, for all those listening, she'll definitely have a, at least one pair of antlers, uh, but definitely has a bunch of animals on the wall behind her. Not real ones, of course, uh, just art, but... Anyways, uh, so that company was a client uh, of Cascades. And so I was on a few calls briefly with you uh, as well, I think, with, uh, was it Michael? I think it was Michael, right? Either way, one of yeah, our developers, I think it was Michael. Think it was Michael. Um, so Michael was on the call. Uh, I was coming in kind of late. Um, anyways, so we left that job in, in that weekend, actually, um, through... Uh, just great, excellent timing and circumstance. Uh, I was able to get a phone call from you uh, and talk about the possibility of coming over to Cascade. So uh, I got a nice uh, little one week or two week paid vacation uh, and then started coming in in a project management role for Cascade, as well as introducing some of the creative aspects that I uh, have a history in. So uh, current title uh, is creative director for Cascade Web Development. Um, this is a title that, uh, I take seriously. This is something that I've worked for a long time for, uh, with other companies kind of working up from just graphic design, marketing assistant to, uh, brand manager, uh, which is definitely something that I keep close to heart. That is my passion is, is brand, uh, maintaining that voice and communicating those intangibles is, is so fun. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of coming into my role, uh, for Cascade now two and a half years. I'm still uh, playfully the, the new guy, uh, for Cascade, considering I think Michael is going on like 15 or 16 years with Cascade, uh, me coming in, introducing these ideas and everyone's like, Simon, we, we tried that six years ago. We did that eight years ago. Let me give you the history first before you make these suggestions. Um, it's always fun. Um, but I'm creative. I'm, I'm flexible and I'm going to push that envelope. If you will, I'm going to keep giving those creative ideas, I guess. Um, Yeah. So that's, uh, that is, I guess, Webwell 101 intro <laughs> for, uh, for why we're doing this is really just kind of share our voice. Um, one of the other aspects I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, uh, Ben, is, is really with what we do personally behind the scenes when the cameras are off, when our computer laptops finally close at whatever time of day, because it's not a nine to five, um, how, how we're balancing that work life. So uh, maybe you can open up and talk about kind of what's going on with you, personal wife, uh, life, um, hobbies, passions, uh, outside of work that come into work and, and kind of contribute to that as well. Yeah, that sounds great. And actually, uh, your slip of the tongue, uh, by saying wife, uh, she is a huge <laughs> part of my life and, and really Cascade's life. Yeah. Uh, she served as the controller for Cascade, uh, going on 17 years now. Um, she started right before we started our family coming from a, a teaching background and has just absolutely been the glue that allows us to continue on and, and thrive 
all of the the less uh, glamorous elements associated with taxes, administration, a lot of uh, um, HR duties, and and really kind of keeps that foundation solid. Um, you know, our personal lives in the winter are a little bit hectic uh, by design. I've been a coach in the in the sport of skiing, ski racing, and most currently big mountain and backcountry for uh, the last 28 years, started doing that as a sophomore in college, actually wow. when we first started dating, uh, Christy, my wife and I. And uh, for some reason she stuck with me then and has stuck with me through it all. Um, but these are rowdy times of year. Uh, this is an exciting phase of our lives where my oldest daughter Tatum has been on my, my ski team with me for the last seven years. And my youngest daughter Lauren is, uh, is really passionate about ski racing, which is something I really enjoyed all the way through high school and, and coached, you know, for another 11 years after. Uh, so really fun to, to support them both on that journey. And, and it's just one of those areas I, I continue to thank my parents for introducing me at a young age to sliding on snow, being in the mountains and, and, you know, the, the love and appreciation for, for, um, beautiful natural places and spaces uh, especially in the backcountry, where we can get away from some of the crowds that now descend upon uh, our ski resorts, and a way to you know help some of these young young people to you know find love and passion in the outdoors to to understand you know their role in in um, in our universe and in our in our 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 um, you know our planet and and trying to live intentionally so that we can protect these beautiful places and hopefully you know do the things we need to do to to ensure there's lots of snow falling for generations to come so um, lots of lots of uh, fun layers there as I try and inspire the these adolescents that are between you know ten and eighteen years old and uh, provide them with some fun skills and also boy I sure I sure benefit dramatically just hanging out with that young energy and and uh, trying to wrangle it in sometimes. So I'm wrapping up uh, this ski season this coming Saturday for my coaching duties. Uh, we've currently got a, a program of about 65 athletes and 10 coaches. It's been a great season. Uh, we launched our first big mountain competition here in the state of Oregon and at the Mount Hood Meadows Resort in early February. After several years of going out to the Wallawas and doing one day trips where we go out on snowmobiles in the morning backcountry ski during the day and then and then motor back out i actually took a group of, of athletes and board members out there for three days stayed two nights in a in a yurt in a softball tent as well as i got a nice sauna set up and as that was served as our base camp and we backcountry skied for three days so we're, we're really seeing some nice growth and excitement there and that's a, a huge source again of, of of joy in my life and fulfillment uh, and so now as we look beyond this weekend, I'm just excited to then shift gears and, and be a, a regular citizen that slides on snow. So you'll probably see me more in the backcountry than fighting lines at the resorts and uh, spend lots of time with my, my close friends and family to, uh, to really enjoy this sport on a personal level. That was actually, uh, I was thinking about this, or I think about it actually pretty often, is the first time you and I met in person. Uh, it was to hand off the laptop. So, uh, cause I'd been using my personal laptop for a short time. Um, as I started with cascade and I met you at, um, Tollgate uh, campground, which is just on the Southwest side of Mount hood, just down the highway. We were on a mountain bike trip. So we go up and shuttle, uh, from Timberline lodge down, uh, to, uh, rhododendron or through rhododendron, the town, um, and that's the first time I met you in yep. person, uh, which, so yeah, this is definitely outdoor passion, outdoor, uh, being outside is, is definitely something that we, um, always share in. So 
Cascade, we always do a, a 10 a.m. morning check-in meeting uh, with the whole team. And uh, the first half of it is, you know, what did we do over the weekend? What did you do? And you can tell all of us uh, who who participate and do things uh, that we're passionate about is come back and, and just are like, we have this grin. I remember Paul uh, even recently came back from that skate comp um, and he was just glowing. He was just happy, excited and brought that back and just was like, all right, let's, let's do this thing. Let's do work, you know. I love uh, that mix. You have to have that mix. You should have that mix uh, of those those passions on the weekend and you bring them into the work uh, on Monday. I, I think Cascade, uh, we're pretty fortunate that we we all share in that and understanding of that mix, that balance, right? Yeah, it's it's really fun. I, I've said that for years and my I've been told my interview um, approach is, is not super structured. Uh, or uh, well-defined, uh, but it is one that, you know, starts with passion and curiosity. And and I think that's one of the things that's really kept this incredibly loyal group together all of these years is that shared passion and shared curiosity that that carries us through. And I, I, I just enjoy looking at, you know, Stefan having this this deep background uh, as a lead singer and, and, uh, and, and multiple instruments in a metal band. And Paul with inline skating and, you know, he's just an incredible costume maker and uh, and just a crafty guy in general, woodworking and, and the like. And so he's made some incredible costumes for Renaissance fairs and, and various Comic Cons. Uh, Michael has been super dedicated with Boy Scouts and, and you know, just being an incredible father and, and getting outside with his family. Uh, obviously you have no shortage of desire to, to hop in the truck and go do fun stuff outside every single weekend. And, and that, that just runs consistent with our family every year, whether we're sitting on a sideline cheering our girls on playing soccer, uh, you know, all of these years or, or getting out into some more rustic areas. I think having that, that, uh, bringing that passion, that joy, sharing it and all of us kind of looking at it and going, man, I don't get how that might maybe fires you up so much, but I know what it's like to be fired up. And I just like being around people that are fired up. So yeah, those Monday morning meetings I find are a great way to kick off the week during a time when, you know, otherwise it might feel a little bit rough. Uh, we get to come and, and, you know, start with that kind of a spark and, uh, and have that carry through that day and the rest of the week's been a real positive thing. Well, and us. even, even other organizations that I've been at where it's kind of like, I'm, I'm going to take some days off attached to a weekend. So it's a long weekend and they're like, why? What are you doing? Where are you going? Right? Where us, it's like, good, good, go, you know, ha have that time. So you come back and we get you all recharged, right? I just know that like, when I later this year, I, I'm, I have a big, decent two week vacation that I had planned. And we've been planning for a while. And, and I remember what you said to me when Christy, like saw the, the request of like, two weeks, like, Oh man, are we going to be okay? And, and your response was like, "Yes, good, go." You know, and uh, I I thought of that uh, going back to other organizations again that I had worked at, where it's not necessarily that it was frowned upon, but it was just one of those things where it's like you tried to sneak it in so that no one knew, right? Versus here at Cascade, it's it's no, we we want to celebrate those things. Tell me about it. How was it? Uh, what was the planning like? Was the weather good? You know, all of those uh, share in there. This weekend, speaking of uh, going up the mountain, uh, so we go up every Saturday. We go up to uh, 49 degrees north up in uh, Chewila, Washington. And, um, definitely a country uh, ski hill, smaller ski hill. Um, I did hear on the radio, though, that they have more runs than any uh, resort in Washington state. So that's pretty. Yeah. Wow. 
Cheers to 49. Uh, it's seafood boil weekend though. Yeah. So uh, you buy these tickets or whatever, and it's full on seafood boil, like potatoes, corn on the cob, uh, crab. I, I mean, they listed out all the, the stuff, hush puppies, uh, potatoes, if I didn't say that already. Like it's, I'm stoked for that. That's going to be fun. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Those types of, as the season starts to wind down, you start seeing resorts yep. doing some more things, not only to draw more people back and say, I'm not sure it's pickleball season just yet, um, yep. but also just to celebrate a great season and bring that community together. We're actually having our end of season barbecue Saturday afternoon, like yeah, afternoon uh, associated with our largest race of the year that we host as a ski team. The, Me the meadows challenge and it's great you know we got dogs we got you know a bunch of junk food some mm. good beverages and it's an opportunity to just hang out and and toast a great season talk about you know what went well how we could improve in the future and and really just a chance to be with each other and not be running around with these tight windows of operation so i'm excited uh, i'm excited to see that kind of community gathering as well and and those are those are really fun things that resorts and organizations are doing this time of year. I think that aspect you just said it right there, where like we're able to hang with these people that normally we'd just be busy doing race stuff. I think that is some of the appeal that you and I, I think, uh, enjoy when we get to the office when we're on a call with the team and sharing with those moments. Is these are people that I work with. These are people that we're we're building out projects where it's just work mode, right? But then to get those those silver linings, right of my weekend was awesome. I did this or, or Paul, like travel kind of sucked because of weather and cancellations. So I had this detour, like in hearing that it's kind of that just, we, everyone can relax and take a breath, right? We, we build those relationships on, on that. And then, okay, switch gears. Now we're into work mode. Let's do this. You know, I, I think there's an interesting dynamic there too, huh? I think so. Yeah. And it, I mean, I, it even just reminds me of when we were talking about, you know, interacting with clients on client calls and it's just kind of like this, this work sandwich, but the bread really is just, it's, you know, using very technical terms is bonding and rapport. It's just sharing those personal moments and, and, you know, just being people in that moment. And then, yeah, we got work to do. And then we're going to, you know, we're going to wrap it up with, you know, some, some fun closing stuff and keep it light. But, you know, that's always been something we've touted is, you know, try not to take ourselves seriously while absolutely taking the craft, the work seriously. Um, so finding those opportunities just to, you know, bring some levity and enjoyment and, and you know, um, little moments of joy along the way that those are those are huge in, in this longevity game of, uh, of, you know, the work, the careers, the, the organization that's endured this long. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we'll kick it over to uh, topic of the day. So uh, basically, it's kind of in the title. If you didn't read the title already, why you should care, uh, why why little cascade is doing a podcast, and why anyone really should care. Um, so yeah, we're we're doing this. This is episode one. Uh, maybe maybe one point a one point one. I don't know. We'll we'll see how it goes. Um, but I like where it's headed so far. So. Um, I think some of what I wanted to share about it at least was kind of the intro to it, the conversation. Um, as with most ideas that I have, bringing them to you in Cascade is kind of like, yeah, let's try that. Or that's interesting. You know, it's it's never, no, we're not doing that. Get it, go away, go back to work. Um, and so then it kind of is like challenged. Okay, Simon, I got to research this thing. You know, I already listen to podcasts. So I have an idea kind of of the operation. Okay, what services are out there? What services are other people using? What makes sense for, I think, a starting point for us, whether it's a starting point long term, you know, this is what we're going to stay with or starting point um, as a whole. Um, 
So I, I uh, and then we go to hardware, right? How do we do this remotely um, with you in Portland area or on the mountain, me here and potentially elsewhere? Um, maybe someday I'll do one with my feet in the sand, Lord willing, right? Like we'll be somewhere else uh, and still be able to record these uh, these segments. So um, I tested out like three or four microphones uh, at a good budget rate, stuff that was kind of recommended uh, part of it, you know, the stand, I've got one that was just a, a crappy stand. Like I stripped this knob, uh, that holds the mic vertically or, or just slides down. Um, I stripped one on one of the stands. It just was not quality. Thank goodness for Amazon. Cause we sent it back. Mm -hmm. No big deal. Um, you know, is, is this the best mic? No, probably not, but you know, you can hear me, <laughs> right? Like that's the point uh, is more about what we're saying versus how we're saying it or what we're saying it on. So um, I think that's that's definitely uh, some of that learning curve for all of you that listen to podcasts, uh, any of the listeners, uh, Ben, you and I, um, that is something that I always watch. Like for those podcasts that record video, um, I'm looking at what their mic is. I'm looking at their stand. I'm looking at the stuff that's behind their head, right? Like, because of course I'm, I'm analyzing every aspect of it. Um, so trying to share that with you, I don't know, um, kind of your mindset, uh, as we sit here and talk about why people should want to listen to us. Well, I'll tell you, when I listen to podcasts, I think one of the things I'm, I'm enjoying, whether it's listening to podcasts or even, you know, a lot of, um, content that's coming through streaming media this day in this day, I, I would say that, um, I'm a huge fan of nonfiction docu documentaries, docu-series, docu-dramas, mm -hmm. I just like access. I like hearing and seeing what's actually, you know, to the extent they're willing to share, right? They all have control of what they release, but it just gives you a, a little closer sense of what, what that actually looks like. So again, love skiing, love adventure sports. So I listen to some podcasts of, of athletes and adventurers that have made it their lifestyle and, um, you know, their, their career. It's just cool to get that, that added insight. What are they really thinking beyond that, that highly produced curated message that's pushed out, you know, through channels, social media and whatnot for organizations, um, certainly for social media, for these athletes and, and see what's really going on or what that journey looked like. So I guess as I look at this, I think to myself, uh, you know, I really enjoyed chatting with you. You're an engaging fella. And, uh, and I like, you know, what, what we're thinking about and working toward. And so just being vulnerable and, and talking about those things, we're not, we're not claiming we've got it all figured out, but just bat these ideas around, you know, and, and encourage some feedback um, certainly want people to, to let us know what they're thinking, seeing, should we be talking to somebody else or there are other resources we should be gathering. But I think more than anything, it's just an invitation to connect and to share and, and create lasting content. Um, you know, I find myself in my role where I'm doing a lot of new business development and or account growth with our clients, wanting to refer back to something that we had talked about in the previous week, month, quarter, year, and to have some of this content that's available and say, hey, you know, if you got time on the drive home, hit play on this, fast forward to, you know, minute 17, if you don't want to listen to all the other stuff, but we we bat that around a little bit. Uh, listen to it, get a sense of where, where we're coming from and, you know, let us know what you think. I, I like the idea of that and having some of this lasting content versus uh, more of the, you know, the, the, 
let's say Instagram story approach where you have that conversation and unless you capture it in a meaningful way, it's easy to lose it. So yeah, this will be fun to look back on and, and, you know, check us out in episode one versus episode a hundred as the gray hairs come in and the, the hairlines start creeping back <laughs> and, uh, you know, just, you know, realizing everything we've learned and how we've evolved, um, this, this kind of log of, of our professional, thoughts and, and where we're at as an organization will be, I think, really fun to look back on and reflect upon. Um, so you're talking about those that, that commuting, push play and whatnot. Who do you think uh, is not not our demographic, not like our target audience, but who do you think this podcast and hopefully our topics, what we bring to the table, uh, who do you think that's for? You know, I think ultimately it's it's probably for people that are, are tackling a lot of the issues that we're tackling professionally. Um, you know, I'd like to think that obviously a couple of white fellas here with families, there's, there's a lot of commonality between the two of us that might resonate with others that are, you know, out there trying to find that balance between being really good, you know, family men and, um, you know, being great fathers and, and, you know, having this meaningful career that affords us the opportunities that we as a family value and, and the opportunity to, to contribute to our communities. But I think really that that common thread probably is someone who's at least involved in professional services at a high level, and then probably a little bit more specifically that, that care about what's going on with the web, you know, what's going on with um, the way in which people are communicating online. Uh, it doesn't have to be someone who's professionally engaged in that, but I think someone who's really curious and interested in, in that general topic will have a little more stickiness as compared to someone who you know, has a family and, and not a lot of other uh, relatability. So yeah, business, small business owners, you know, marketing professionals, um, sales professionals, technical professionals, uh, people that are managing and organizing teams within their organizations. I think all of those folks uh, would, you know, hopefully find some stuff that's of value in here. And, and again, we'll, we'll let us know where they think it's really great, where we're missing resources and perspective and, and, you know, perhaps they could come on and, and share some of their perspective as well. Yeah, so I was thinking about that yesterday. Uh, is the the who who we will appeal to? And I think about again podcasts that I'm listening to. There's some I looked up a ton for like web development or creative design or creative process, creative directors, and a lot of them were so niche that like it was tough for me to really connect. Like I got a bunch and I understood what they were doing, but it it just didn't appeal to me because I wanted the whole story. I didn't get to know who they mm -hmm. were. I didn't get to know what the business you know stood for and all that. And I think what you just said right there of like kind of just getting the whole picture of us as individuals uh, is, I think, our strength uh, in that we're not just talking about, you know, this specific development code process or even biz dev talking about how we're getting these clients, how we're talking to new clients, how we're approaching, how we market ourselves. It's kind of all of it, everything, you know, uh, all boiled into one. Yeah. Um, what do you think we hope to gain out of um, doing a podcast. I know you'd mentioned maybe some traction just uh, as we get to like episode 100, uh, hopefully, um, that, you know, maybe our followership uh, is starting to engage with us. Um, on that note, I need to talk to Stefan, but pretty much I think we're going to do WebWell uh, um, at CascadeWebDev.com. I think we're going to like basically have to just make an email. Uh, so don't hold that against me. If we don't, um, I'll figure out kind of what the email will be, but basically we'd love to get that engagement with viewers that, that have questions, comments, want to join. 
you know, have something else that they can contribute to our conversation, I think would just be for me, what I would love to see out of this. Uh, what are your thoughts on that too? Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, in this, in the world we're living in, uh, as you mentioned, I'd hope, hopefully we'll gain followers. Um, but I also, you know, I think it's one of those things where it's really fascinating to run this, um, remote organization and, um, you know, we don't get a lot of time to just chat and connect. And so creating space for that is something that I'm really interested in doing, uh, allowing us to kind of unpack some of these topics and, and, you know, explore how can we, you know, work through this stuff. And, 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 you know, sometimes I wish I took better notes. So I think I can view these sort of as digital notes as well in terms of things that we, we tackled and, you know, want to put into practice. So I think those are, those are things that, that I'm excited about really, like I said, create the space, have the conversations and then have that log of, of discussion that builds upon itself uh, as we try and grow a community and, and, you know, gather other perspectives, get better at what we do. Ultimately, I think that's what this is all about is, is mm -hmm. ultimately delivering better service for our clients and putting ourselves out there, exposing ourselves. Uh, so we're in a position to learn and, and improve is, is something that I, mostly enjoy, right? Obviously, sometimes where the deficiencies are serious and you're like, wow, I got a, a big gap to cover here. That can be, uh, you know, challenging, but, you know, opening up for for opportunities for growth like that, I think are are uh, really exciting. I think even inviting customers, clients, um, you know. I, and stop. I got Christy at the, at the, the um, tire shop trying to figure out a problem and I, I'm guessing she needs me. So five minutes later. This is the reality of Ben and I, our lives, is sometimes our spouses call and we have to stop what we're doing uh, and help and figure this out. Um, when I have Josiah home, my son, uh, who is 11, fifth grader, um, I, I shut this door to my office, but somehow the barrier of this wall here in these doors does not suggest that it's closed. Like stay out, right? Because I'm, I'm just trying to work, just trying to, I'm here, we all know I'm here. But this idea, like, I'm at work, right? Like, so pretend that I'm at work in another building, you don't access me unless something's on fire, right? Um, that's funny. Um, I think you were talking about, and I'll cut all this together, but talking about um, what we gain, uh, what we're, we're hoping to gain from this podcast. Um, viewership, listeners, you know, um, so I was going to jump in actually, right as you were talking, but basically inviting clients into that conversation, I think is, is something that I would, I hope to invite. I hope we can get some clients that we work with and not to, to brag about what we can do for them, what we've done for them, not to brag necessarily about what they're doing, but really to say we're all learning, right. And to say that we've learned it all, was just so ignorant and so wrong, right? Uh, but just to continue uh, to modify what we're doing process-wise, uh, technology-wise, um, speaking of technology, like, you know, how we're using it, um, I look forward to that. Um, which actually goes to, the, to my last question, Ben, is, is what kind of topics um, people are, are probably going to be looking for as, as we produce these? Like, what, what are we going to be talking about? Well, there's certainly some stuff that's really driven by by media right now, um, you know, and it feels like um, AI is is, you know, just at this fever pitch of hype. Um, so, you know, I think unpacking that's kind of fun and, and dissecting it. What are we seeing? Where are opportunities? Where is it just 
total noise where people are are throwing <laughs> throwing money at something that you know has no chance of getting them a meaningful return. So I, so I think you know uh, following some of those those media headlines will be kind of fun. Um, as an organization, we've got some really exciting things we're looking at as it relates to um, how we're developing our software, right? So getting into the weeds of some things like content management systems that are, are closely connected to the front end of the website as compared to what are referred to as headless CMSs, where you've got this data repository and it's pushing content and data out to a variety of different web properties. Um, you know, we've got a, a client now who has sort of a main website that is a, a traditional distributor type relationship with, with a bunch of brands. And now they're wanting to stub off and create these separate brand websites for some of their international brands they represent that, that are looking for representation of the brand in the United States. And so them expanding their offerings. And so I think at the end of the day, you know, we've got what I, what's kept me um, involved in this business all of these years is it really allows me to chase after and, and support organizations that I'm fascinated with and, uh, and causes. And, and then through that, learn a tremendous amount about what their challenges are, what their opportunities look like and work together to really make each other better, right? To, to understand mm -hmm. how can we optimize the way you're delivering a service, communicating with members of your team, um, you know, selling a product, how can we reduce friction and all the things you're trying to create? And, and if we can build those tools once we can use those in the world of software many times for many other applications. So that type of symbiotic relationship and evolving together has uh, just been a, a really cool thing to be a part of. And, you know, giving our, our, some of our clients an opportunity to share their story, to shine a light on them as, as humans and, and their journey uh, that got mm -hmm. them where they are within an organization, whether they started it or are employed by it, uh, as well as to learn more about these organiza organizations and some of the really cool ways that they're leveraging technology to disrupt their markets, better serve their, their customers and clients, and, um, you know, seeing that relationship hopefully evolve and get tighter over the years. Yeah, I think to layer onto that too is is process as we learn and develop and evolve in process, um, figuring out the why, right? So as as you mentioned, building software, it's not just building it to that need, but figuring out the why, the core reason behind that. We talked about that uh, recently about the feelings of of how that made you feel and the reasons uh, for that. And so I think that will be something that will be definitely discussed in the future with us as we continue with clients. One of the things that I would love to do uh, within that is even like you mentioned that, that client at some point, naming them at some point, bringing them on, uh, you know, Don and Dave and, and see what they could contribute to it, but also, um, following up with them at the end of said project or milestone, right. Cause they're just continuing and ongoing, but, but bringing them back into that conversation, talk about what we tried, what we did, uh, how we solved problems and not because we're claiming we know it all. That is something that we're definitely especially you and I, Ben, uh, we're not claiming we know it all. We have developers that help for that. But as, a, as an organization, how we're solving for, for people's needs, for barriers, for, for what they're wanting uh, in helping uh, solve those problems. I think that to round out those conversations uh, is definitely something that, that we will be planning or should be planning to discuss here on this podcast. So I look forward to that. Um, yeah. yeah. So go ahead. Yeah. And I guess not to cut you off, but that's, that's one other thing. One of the things I love too, about, you know, uh, embracing the fact that we've been at this a long time that we're uh, long in the tooth, as they say, is, is we've learned a lot through a lot of mistakes and, and I enjoy mentorship 
not only in the receiving end of it, which I've certainly um, required a lot of that over the years to get, you know, to get where I'm at, but also just sharing that, you know, gosh, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to just, you know, sharing in some of those, those setbacks. And, and, you know, there's so much opportunity for growth with those setbacks and being able to put that out there and share it with others and, you know, hopefully help others avoid some of the mistakes we've made. Um, that would be a huge positive that could come out of, of this effort as well. So yeah, we'll be looking to, you know, not just be patting ourselves on the back. In fact, it probably, um, it's definitely not in my nature. So I'd much rather just kind of share, you know, where the, the, the incredible learning was and, um, you know, talk about, you know, the team that, that helped to bring that to life and, you know, the, the much more ideal future state that was created as a result of, of that learning that will be, uh, That'll be fun to go back and and you know revisit some of those those experiences. Yeah, as we ex- experiment really with the format of this podcast, I think that's going to be that section of like, um, okay, listeners, help us learn. Tell us what you learned by doing this. Did you have a similar project? Did you work on solving for this issue? What was your solution? You know, uh, I think yeah. I like you. I, I think we thrive on that. Is is asking those questions and like teach us too. You know, it doesn't mean it's the solution for this, but maybe it'll help give us some insight that we didn't, so we don't have to go down this road to failure. We could, we could learn from others, you know? Um, so in closing, that is really kind of some of the topics, uh, that we plan to talk about in, in the end or tail part of these. Uh, I just definitely want to invite listeners, uh, to send us those emails. Uh, like I said, probably going to be webwell at cascadewebdev.com. I'll make sure that it's put into any of the descriptions that you see this here. Um, I'm going to actually send a, a Slack message to uh, Stefan right now uh, and get that going. Um, but we really are uh, are excited to get this started, excited to invite listeners to join us uh, in this journey uh, as we don't claim to be podcast pros. Uh, and we really uh, humbly ask that you continue to listen uh, and, and contribute and let us know what you think. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Simon. Looking forward to heading down this path with you and, uh, and seeing who wants to come along for the ride. And uh, I think it's going to be a, a real, fun, real fun journey for us here. So look forward to doing it again soon. All right. Thanks, everyone.